Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Reacting with closures and delays, we'll tell you which ones. And we're watching the roads. Icy weather on its way. There is no strategy to driving on ice. I'm Nick Ainelli. Also tonight... A 16-year-old student turns himself in for the shooting outside Suitland High School. I'm Dick Uliano. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. At least three people are dead after tornadoes in Louisiana. CBS's Elise Preston. In Farmerville, houses were blown off their foundation after a late-night twister struck with little warning. By the time the tornado warning was received, the tornado hit, and it just it did mass destruction. More than 20 people were injured. Cars were flipped and belongings scattered about. Today, the McMichaels picked through what was left of their home, pulling out family treasures and Christmas decorations. It's overwhelming. I don't, I don't know where to start. The same system has dropped more than two feet of snow in South Dakota. Tony Mangan with that state's Department of Public Safety. It's a challenge. There's high winds, ice, heavy snow. This is now continuing. We, are, we could continue to see this in some areas until Friday. Portions of the Midwest are getting slammed with snow. The Federal Reserve raises interest rates for the seventh time this year, this time by a half percentage point. CBS's Jason Brooks. The move snapped a streak of four straight three-quarter percentage point hikes, although the Fed indicated in its forecast that it plans to keep raising rates into 2023 by upwards of another three-quarters of a percent in order to bring down stubbornly high inflation. After a vote tonight, the government is a step closer to being temporarily funded. CBS's Matt Piper. The House has approved a short-term measure that extends funding for federal agencies for one week, avoiding a government shutdown. It gives Congress more time to finish crafting a massive longer-term spending package through the next fiscal year. Nine Republicans joined Democrats in voting yes. The spending package is believed to be about $1.7 trillion. The bill now heads to the Senate. France advances to the World Cup final. CBS's Elaine Cobb. There were celebrations in the streets across France as Les Bleus secured a place in the World Cup final. France beat Morocco 2-0 in the semi-final and will face Argentina Sunday. French fans were ecstatic at the thought of a possible third World Cup victory. Moroccan fans were sanguine, preferring to celebrate that theirs was the first team from Africa to reach the World Cup semi-finals. Elaine Cobb, CBS News, Paris. Company holiday parties are back, but they look a little different. CBS's Allison Keys explains. Let's just say this year's company shindigs are not your pre-COVID holiday blast. People are dressing up after two years of clinking glasses over Zoom, but they're more intimate with some companies even picking spas and, yes, even pickleball. Still more than 57% of businesses are planning in-person holiday celebrations, so you might want to get those shoes shined. Allison Keys, CBS News. The Dow closed down 142 points. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 1003 on WTOP, Wednesday evening, December 14th, 2022. Now 38 in Reston and down below freezing a little later. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. The weather and how it could impact your overnight and morning commute. Sleet and freezing rain in the forecast to start in just a few hours. Let's get you right to Storm Team Force Chad Merrill for this live update. 
And Dimitri, the leading edge of the sprinkles approaching Orange County and the southern part of the Shenandoah Valley, that will work north and east. We will see freezing rain overspread the entire region between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. And that ice will continue to accumulate as we go throughout the morning hours, likely changing over to rain along I-95 between 9 and 10 a.m. north and west early in the afternoon. Besides the fact that we are going to have icy roads before the morning commute even starts, there's going to be some structural damage with some trees and power lines where ice storm warnings are across the I-81 corridor, the Blue Ridge, and the Allegheny foothills. I will time everything out and talk about a warm-up before a cool-down this weekend coming up in just a couple minutes. Appreciate it. Chad Merrill at Storm Team 4. Now, local transportation workers have been spending many hours even back into the past few days preparing for this icy weather they've got a message for you behind the wheel right now for tomorrow morning we're looking to get people to delay their travel if they can telework anything like that ellen kamalakis with virginia's department of transportation says roads have been pre-treated with brine and salt trucks are ready once the precipitation starts they will be treating with the salt back in january drivers got stuck in icy conditions on i-95 for 24 hours kamalakis says since then there's been increased interagency coordination with Virginia Department of Emergency Management and Virginia State Police. And the state now has a new system that allows drivers who may be stuck to text with VDOT and receive updates. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Maryland and D.C. transportation workers tell WTOP they've also been doing just as VDOT has, laying down salt and brine to get ready. Stay with us here. We are your weather alert station. Plenty of weather-related school announcements for tomorrow. Let's start in Virginia. Prince William County Public Schools will be closed tomorrow. There will be asynchronous online learning. Fauquier County Public Schools are closed tomorrow. Then, for some other Virginia schools, a two-hour delay. For Falls Church City, Fairfax County, Alexandria City, and Arlington County Public Schools, a two-hour delay. Loudoun County, Spotsylvania County, Culpeper County, and Manassas City Public Schools on a two-hour delay. Shifting to Maryland, the public school systems in Montgomery County, Frederick County, Howard County, Carroll County, and Washington County are all opening two hours late in the morning. And for West Virginia, Jefferson County Public Schools closed tomorrow. Anytime we have storms here or other emergencies this winter, you can get a full list of closings and delays at WTOP.com. 10.06. Other news this evening. We're learning more about the teenager accused in last week's schoolyard shooting in Prince George's County. Police say he's a 16-year-old student being charged as an adult in the shooting at Suitland High School. It left a young classmate hurt. Students got into a dispute near the school's football stadium when the 14-year-old ninth grader was shot. The boy remains in the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Prince George's County Police say the 16-year-old, also a Suitland student, turned himself in. He's facing attempted first-degree murder and other charges and is being held. Initially, police detained a 14-year-old boy who was later cleared of the shooting, which was seen by a large group of students who ran into the school when the shots were fired. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Beds for those who are having a mental health emergency are often not available to people in Virginia. Police are asked to handle such issues, often with little or no training. And, of course, Virginia jails are full of people who need therapy rather than incarceration. That is the backdrop as Governor Glenn Youngkin has just released his plan to change how Virginia handles behavioral health. He's calling this Right Help Right Now. It doubles mobile crisis teams and raises the capacity of crisis centers. Youngkin is also calling for new mobile crisis units and more psychiatric emergency services at hospitals. He's devoting $100 million to this. 
Coming up after traffic and weather, former President Trump announced his third campaign for the White House, but is there really a campaign going on? Where is the activity and where are the endorsements? That's ahead on WTOP. Here's Shenandoah Spears, the Director of Application and Platform Services within NASA's OCIO on Federal Insights, sponsored by Rancher Government Solutions. In addition, we've also got and created a DevSecOps pipeline platform that allows us to do on-demand continuous integration and continuous deployment CD, utilizing containerization to automate the build, security scanning, and deployment process. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Rancher Government Solutions. When security, speed, and scale are essential to your mission success, you need a partner who can deliver open source and cloud-native software solutions designed to address the unique security and operational needs of the U.S. government and military. Whether it's in the cloud, on-prem, or at the edge, Rancher Government Solutions offers the leading software stack for teams adopting containers, addressing the challenges of managing multiple Kubernetes clusters at scale while providing DevOps teams with integrated tools for running containerized workloads. Learn more at RancherGovernment.com. New tonight on WTOP, D.C. public schools on a two-hour delay in the morning. D.C. public schools joining other schools in the region opening two hours late. Get the whole list at WTOP.com. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s with Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, traveling around the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia. For now, a pretty quiet ride. There is a work zone scheduled to set up on the inner loop of the Beltway as you approach the 66 interchange, but so far... No sign of anything setting up. They should be, if they do set up eventually, should be blocking a couple of right lanes there. So just be aware. But for now, no visual evidence that they are setting up. There are two work zones on 66 eastbound uh, between 123 and Nutley Street. And then again, between the Beltway and 7. In each case, single right lane closed. Westbound for now, between the Roslyn Tunnel and Haymarket. Nothing in your way so far. Uh, Still in good shape on both 395 and 95 between the 14th Street Bridge and Fredericksburg. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4s and Chad Merrill now with the latest on the icy conditions coming soon. We'll stay dry until about 1 to 4 a.m. early tomorrow. That's when freezing rain will develop and roads will quickly become slippery, especially secondary roads and sidewalks. That freezing rain will change to rain by mid-morning in the nation's capital and along I-95, but holding on north and west until early afternoon. Temperatures in the mid to upper 30s on Thursday, upper 30s Thursday night, and mid to upper 40s. We finally melt some of that ice on Friday, but we cool it down for the weekend. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. Roslyn 39, also at Farragut Square 39, Laurel 37, and some parts of our area dropping below freezing to the upper 20s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 10-11. When it comes to the 2024 presidential election, all is quiet on the campaign front. Former President Trump announced his third consecutive presidential bid a little less than a month ago. Since then, we haven't heard a peep from some of his strongest supporters. Analysts say these GOP supporters are waiting to see whether the former president will be swallowed up by his legal trouble or maybe some other issues. Donald Trump's time in the White House may well become the most written about presidency, certainly since the Second World War. Books on different aspects of the Trump era have hit the shelves over the past several years. But the New York Times bestseller, The Divider, is the first to take a comprehensive historical look at the Trump presidency in total 
from his controversial inauguration day in 2017 to the events leading up to January 6th and his second impeachment in 2021. The co-author of The Divider, New York Times Chief White House Correspondent Peter Baker, joined WTOP Sean and Hillary earlier to talk about the former president's chaotic terms. This is a White House unlike any that we've ever seen before. One, every White House to some extent has rivalries and tribal fights and so forth. But this is one where, you know, they had a conveyor belt of people coming in and out, a president who stoked conflict, who'd like to have his uh, people fighting with each other, and who, and then, of course, took advantage of that because he thought that that made him even more powerful. He once said, literally out loud, I like conflict, which is something most presidents try to avoid in their White House. But in this case, you had one where they, you know, there was this camp with the Jared and Ivanka crowd. There was that camp with the traditional Republican crowd. There was another camp with the Steve Bannon and, you know, hard right crowd constantly fighting each other from the day one. You also write that many people in the administration hope they could keep Mr. Trump from his worst impulses. But if they knew his character, his character and his inability to change, why did they agree to work there in the first place? Yeah, that's one of the real underlying themes of this book is the, the struggles that so many people who went to work for him had with themselves. Where is the line at which they were going to draw beyond which they weren't going to go? And a lot of them convinced themselves that they had to stay or go in in the first place in order to keep things from going way off track, that they, in fact, could make a difference by avoiding the worst of the worst outcomes in their view. Of course, time after time, what you saw was people who thought that finding uh, uh, at some point or another that he lost faith in them, he undercut them, he disagreed with them, and eventually he kicked them out the door. Hey, Peter, you had the opportunity to interview the former president for the book. What did he say? We did, yeah, a couple times down in Mar-a-Lago. And, you know, what's interesting, he's not, to interview him is not, uh, it's not, he's not a good fact witness, you know what I mean? He's not somebody who you can trust to give you uh, a factual account of what happened, because, as, of course, as we know, he's so prone to saying things that aren't true and, and are misleading. What is useful in going to see him is just like getting his mindset. And when we went to see him, you know, he would be lashing out uh, all of the people who used to work for him that he no longer liked. He would lash out at the supposedly rigged election. Every every second sentence was rigged election this, rigged election that. His mind, of course, was entirely focused on this, you know, what we all know to be an untruth, which is that the election was taken away from him. And now we've seen just in the last couple of weeks him talking even about the notion of terminating the Constitution when it comes to putting himself back into power. You combine your own reporting with the work of other journalists, but there had to be a few things you uncovered that were still jaw-dropping. What surprised you the most? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, you're right. We did build on uh, the work of a lot of our really amazing colleagues who've done other books and a lot of uh, articles and so forth over the years. One of the examples, though, would be his conversation with uh, John uh, Kelly, his second chief of staff, where he was mad about the generals who weren't personally loyal to him. What's wrong with you effing generals? I want you to be like the generals from Germany. And John Kelly says, what do you mean the generals from Germany? And he's talking about the generals from World War II. He says, you mean Hitler's generals? Yeah, they were loyal to him. No, John Kelly said. They tried to kill him three times. But it's rather remarkable, of course, to have a president of the United States saying what he wants is the same loyalty he believes Hitler's generals had for him. That's something you don't hear very often. New York Times Chief White House Correspondent Peter Baker, co-author of The Divider, and latest Trump book, or one of the latest Trump books with Baker's spouse, Susan Glasser. It's 1015 on WTOP. Just want to let you know... We've got yet another school delay for the morning. Prince George's County Public Schools on a two-hour delay tomorrow. Prince George's County Public Schools opening two hours late. You can get the full list right now at WTOP.com. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 10:15, we go to Frank Hanrahan. Not pretty in uh, College Park. Let's get a live update. Maryland hosting UCLA in our day, Preston. You know, Frank, and I used my two-hour delay joke at 9.45. i got to think up something new. Terrapins trail 49-20, second half about to get underway. The largest deficit was 30. They have more turnovers than baskets, 11-8. to Terps hitting 31% of their shots, 2-13 of from three-point range. Bruins, after a slow start, have made 20 of their last 30 shots. Jalen Clark with 16 points. David Singleton and Jaime Hawkins have 12 apiece. Don Carey leading the home team with five points. Maryland trails second half just underway, 49-20. to All right, Denver Nuggets lead the Wizards 72-67. That's at halftime in Denver. Will Barton's got 17 points for the Wizards. Commanders back on the practice field as they get set for the New York football Giants come Sunday night at FedEx Field. This will be a big game for the Commanders and quarterback Taylor Heineke. Primetime games are a lot of fun. Um, Those are the games that you dream of as a kid. You want to play in front of everybody. The whole world's watching. And uh, it's, it's an opportunity for you to showcase, you know, as a team, what you guys got. So uh, guys get really excited for that. Speaking of the whole world watching, World Cup, France, Argentina, all set for the uh, final Sunday from Qatar as France knocked out Morocco 2-0. Frank Hanran, WTOP Sports. 1017 on WTOP. Just in another school delay. It's Fredericksburg City Public Schools in Virginia on a two-hour delay. Fredericksburg City Public Schools on a two-hour delay. The ever-growing list available to you now at WTOP.com. Some school systems shutting down many opening late tomorrow. Well, there's just a few more days to get your tickets to the National Menorah Lighting on the Ellipse. It's happening Sunday afternoon starting at 3.15. Tickets are free. You can get them online through Sunday. Vice President Kabbalah Harris will be there among other members of the Cabinet, Congress, and the Diplomatic Corps. Along with music, National Essay winners will describe what Hanukkah means to them. That ceremony runs until about 5.45 on Sunday. Nothing gets you into the holiday spirit like singing Christmas carols by candlelight. The Washington Chorus sings a candlelight Christmas at the Kennedy Center and Strathmore. We are so excited about this concert. We've got so many surprises and guests. I can't wait for folks to come and experience this concert with us. Artistic director Eugene Rogers says you'll hear holiday favorites and new compositions. You're going to hear, of course, favorites like Good King Wenceslas and Oh Come All Ye Faithful and Silent Night. But we're so excited about a brand new processional this year arranged by J. David Moore of the Father's Love Begotten. It's only the third recessional tune that the Washington Chorus has done, and we're excited to premiere that this year. Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Rich Hunter in the traffic center. It's been a busy night downtown. Again, the, the area around the convention center, Mount Vernon Square, Massachusetts Avenue, and L Street, both very jammed up. Or, in other words, you're also having issues with just finding parking over there. It's gotten a little bit better over the last hour because most of the events are over for the night. But again, just be aware it's still kind of slow. And that early uh, rush hour accident we had on uh, 13th and Mass, uh, that's gone now. But again, it, it definitely complicated things. Now, an ongoing police investigation over in Southeast, still closing Good Hope Road between 25th and Alabama Avenue. And also, Naylor Road's also closed between Good Hope Road and Alabama Avenue. It's been closed since the 3 o'clock hour. Still haven't gotten word from Metropolitan Police that the roadway's been reopened, so just be aware. Also in Northeast, Olive Street closed between Eastern Avenue and Coral Street. It was emergency utility work. Same for Sherman Avenue Northwest between Park Road and Lamont Street. You're being redirected into the side streets to get around those closures. 
So far, the only work in Maryland that we've seen is 95 northbound, the left exit that takes you to the inner loop of the Baltimore Bellway exit 49B. That ramp closed again tonight for the road work. The through lanes, however, are open, and you do get by without delay. Express lanes on I-66 provide faster and more reliable travel. Learn more about using the express lanes by bus, van, pool, and toll-free HOV carpool, HOV3 carpool at transform66.org. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force Chad Merrill is here. Is the timeline about the same, Chad? About the same, yeah. About midnight, we should start to see the freezing rain start to develop here in the Shenandoah Valley and parts of northern Virginia. And then once we get into the nation's capital, 3 o'clock is our prime time for that freezing rain to develop. It will change to rain. Then a couple of hours later, there will be some slick sidewalks. And remember, bridges and overpasses freeze first. And that will be a little bit of a problem for the morning commute. North and west of Washington, the changeover to rain will not occur until the early part of the afternoon. We're looking for about a tenth of an inch of ice on the trees, about a quarter of an inch of ice on the roadways, the secondary roads, and the sidewalks. It's going to make things very, very slippery. Fog will reduce visibility as well. The bullseye for this storm overall is going to be out in the Alleghenies, where an inch of ice is going to cause serious problems. Travel west of I-81 is definitely not recommended tomorrow. We will stay in the 30s tomorrow. Thursday night will stay in the upper 30s. At least we'll be a few degrees above freezing. That's not going to melt all the ice north and west. It'll take until we get some sunshine on Friday, and we blast into the 40s. But then over the weekend, we drop back into the 30s for highs and overnight lows in the 20s. So some refreezing of the water that's standing on the roadway. I mean, a good bit of it's going to evaporate, but there's we're getting two inches of rain, so it's not all going to just evaporate on Friday. So do look for some black ice development each morning over the weekend as we get some colder weather in here. 37 to Dallas International and BWI Marshall. It is 39 right now at Reagan National Airport. That, thank you, Chad. That's brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. It's 10-21. Breaking news on WTOP. We are now hearing from the federal government. Federal government offices in our area opening on a two-hour delay tomorrow. You do have the option for unscheduled leave or unscheduled telework. Again, repeating the latest from OPM tonight. The federal government is opening two hours late tomorrow as we try to get a handle on what kind of ice and freezing rain we're going to be dealing with overnight. A two-hour delay opening for the federal government. You can, of course, always use your unscheduled leave or unscheduled telework. Keep track of all of this in school closings and delays at WTOP.com throughout the night. Well, still ahead here on WTOP, some of the other local stories that we're following, including a Christmas tree thief, if you can believe that, in part of the area. Stay with us. I'm Bob Burke, founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com.
Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. As hybrid environments take hold across the government, agencies need to simplify operations, increase agility, and control their data. Thundercat and Dell Technologies partner to tailor cloud solutions to each individual agency to fit their data needs. Learn more from their cloud and IT industry experts on how to combine the simple operations of public cloud and the control, security, and performance of private cloud at thundercattech.com slash Tech. Every success you've had began with a great opportunity. Now, there's another one. Last year, University of Maryland Global Campus awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Now's the perfect time to make your next career move. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef. This is WTOP News. 1024, the owner of a Northern Virginia Christmas tree farm is using a bad situation to spread holiday cheer. Six trees were stolen from Page's Pit Stop in Waterford in Loudoun County. When some generous customers offered to pay the owner back for what she'd lost, Paige Critchley had a better idea. She decided to give even more trees away. Our news partners at NBC4 report she and her customers have donated five trees to families in need. It feels great. I I love helping the community any way I can, so it felt great. As for whoever stole the trees from her farm, Critchley says they'll be getting the traditional lump of coal in their stocking this year. Money News 25 and 55 with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. There was good news and bad news from the Fed as officials wrapped up their final meeting of the year. As expected, the Fed raised interest rates by half a percent after four previous supersized hikes, but it also said rates would likely go higher in 2023 than previously expected. The Fed's policy announcement wiped out a modest advance on Wall Street. Stocks ended lower. Dow Industrials lost 142. The S&P dropped 24. The Nasdaq fell 86. Just in time for the holidays, gas prices are falling. Average pump prices fell nearly 1% today, the biggest decline since the start of the pandemic. AAA's national average, just over $3.21 a gallon. The head of Amazon's devices unit says the company remains committed to Alexa despite recent job cuts. Senior VP Dave Limp tells Bloomberg his group still employs about the same number of people as in 2018. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets, some of them much lower tonight. Let's take a look here. Hong Kong, for instance, down nearly 2%. Other Asian markets are down between a quarter percent and 1%. CNBC is breaking in to say Elon Musk has sold another large chunk of Tesla shares today. About 22 million more shares worth $3.5 billion. 1026, we've also just learned minutes ago, the federal government will be opening two hours late tomorrow because of the coming freezing rain. Stay with your weather alert station for all the latest details. Winter's coming, and the only thing going down is the temperature. Prices are going up. Inflation's going up. Your energy bills can reach a 10-year high. But there's a way to cut your energy costs.